The New Age Christianity Podcast is brought to you by... Hello, New Age Christian family. This is Austin Fletcher. You're listening to the New Age Christian Podcast, and this is an emergency broadcast episode. I can't believe I'm having to say emergency, but this is not a normal planned episode that I have ready to go. This is a coronavirus update. This is the weekend that everything seems to be falling apart around the world. And as a former author, uh, I guess I'm still an author of a emergency preparedness book, I thought maybe I should take the time to record a special episode for you, uh, give you some thoughts both spiritually and practically. Uh, With this episode uh, on the website, there is a free downloadable checklist that I will go over verbally, but you can go download and print it. So yeah, this is kind of last minute. Hopefully it helps. Hopefully it helps calm your mind and your spirit, and uh, yeah, I don't know if we're going to have some fun, but we are going to get started, so let's get going. All right, well, as I sit here, it is 353 on March 13th, 2020, and uh, I have been spending the last 24 hours going through what I know to be my checklist of emergency preparedness for last-minute emergency scenarios like what we are facing right now with the coronavirus uh, shutdown. I'm I'm going to share a few thoughts about what I think about the virus itself and and everything as well as the spiritual perspectives, law of attractions perspectives. And then I'm going to end with just from some practical advice. Um, I'll share my checklist with you as kind of what you, what I believe you can do um, to best prepare your family if you don't already have your own preparedness in place. So right out of the gate, the coronavirus, I mean, yes, it's a thing. I think by now, at least hopefully everyone in this audience has heard enough about the the true statistics to know that it is it is kind of a it's a mild form of flu that is more contagious than usual and then for some reason is hitting a, a elderly people harder than the flu so the mortality rate is higher but when you look dig down into the data as far as the data we have right now it is nothing super special it's nothing super new and I'm not here to give medical advice I am here to give spiritual advice. And even if it was the quote-unquote pandemic that we've all been told it is, and if it was world-ending, life-threatening stuff, and not just like every other flu season and just like every other virus that we've seen, if you've seen the data on whether it's the swine flu or SARS or whatever, that's way worse at this point than, than the coronavirus. Um, and again, you might hear this in 24 hours from now, this could be the end of the world. And if it is, the spiritual advice is still the same. And that is what you resist persists. And we're right, this emergency episode is coming right in the middle of my series on 
the law of attraction. I've already pre-recorded it, but it's still, you guys are still hearing it more and more of it every week. And so this is a great example of in the movie, the secret, they talk about how instead of focusing on what you don't want, focus on what you want. So we have the war on drugs, the war on terrorism, the war on this, the war on that. And now we have a war on coronavirus. And and as we focus all of this negative energy in towards something, what we end up doing is attract, we become that energy, right? And the people who are the most afraid of contracting coronavirus and holding it, that energy are, be, are likely going to be the ones, they're going to have a much higher chance of being the ones who get it. Now, again, energy and vibration is not a one-to-one thing. So you might be afraid of the coronavirus and still not get it. And you might not be afraid of it and you do get it. Regardless, and you may not die, you may have the sniffles. We don't know. Point is, is that this is a thing and it's real. And unfortunately, it has become such a high point of fear in our world and in our community that I'm having to do this episode called an emergency episode not because I'm afraid of the coronavirus, uh, but because people in mass hysteria and manipulation of facts and the 24-hour news cycle have largely created a bigger problem that is now going to cause major financial strain for people. I live in Michigan. Uh, they've already canceled. Uh, they were the second state, I believe, to cancel three weeks worth of school. So I have coworkers that don't have the funds to pay for child uh, care and they can't miss work because then they'll lose money. And so literally they don't know what to do. And that is millions, millions of families in Ohio, Maryland, and Michigan, as far as I know right now. And I'm sure there's going to be more states joining suit, especially when right now, as I'm talking, Donald Trump is doing his uh, speech declaring a national state of emergency, which will no undoubtedly allow other states to financially justify shutting down schools and stuff like that. So this is going to domino. That's why I'm doing this episode and it comes out on Saturday nights. I'm going to let this uh, come out a little early. Hopefully by the time I get it edited and posted, it'll be a little bit earlier, but it's, it's about time for the episode anyway. So these effects are going to domino and this is going to, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. And as it plays out, I, my audience, the, the new age Christians out there, the ones that are, that are supposed to be in, uh, <laughs> pillars of faith and intelligence and logic and the logos of Christ himself. Like, so remember that what you resist, resist persists. Remember that to check your focus, if you're focusing on the coronavirus and you're you're creating that vibration that that the universe does not hear not i don't i don't want the coronavirus i don't want the coronavirus i don't want the coronavirus because the universe can only create right so instead what do you want you want to be healthy you want to know exactly what uh vitamins to take what what foods to eat um, if, if you're at risk and you don't know it, or you're worried that maybe you are, maybe you are uh, older or younger, or you've been sick or, or you live up North and you've had the sniffles like me for a couple months anyway, like what uh, use, use that energy to, to attract. I want the right nutrition. I want the right vitamins. I want the right brands of vitamins. I want to go to the right store where I can get it on sale. Like, Take that same energy, that fear and that desire to not have the virus and turn it into what do you want? Use your intelligence. Use your 
your intuition and all the skills that you're gaining through understanding law of attraction and figuring out, okay, I can attract the coronavirus through fear and not wanting it, or I can attract health. And specifically in this case, I can attract health in a way that helps me steer clear of that. And so do you really want, and this is not just a mental game, this has got to be an energetic game. Do you really want to be healthy enough to be able to shake somebody's hand in a hospital who's dying of coronavirus and not get sick? That's what I would love, right? And uh, not that I'm saying that I'm suggesting you do that, but that's how healthy you want to be, right? That you and your family and your loved ones, maybe you need a bunch of vitamin C, but your children need vitamin D. How are you going to know that if you're not thinking about that? What if you're what if you're only focused on not getting coronavirus and you're looking at getting a bunch of hand sanitizers and killing the bacteria on your hands because it also kills the good stuff? Like, what if there's other ways to do this? So consider what it is you do want. And then also realize that it's not just about the virus. It's also about the insanity of people. I am curious, right? As of right now, there's not been any riots or any looting in the U.S. that I'm aware of, but uh, we all know the high potential for that. And as a national state of emergency is declared or whatever, I mean, as businesses start to close down, you start getting emergency response teams, start getting overwhelmed, the police start having their own police who get sick or, or whatever, like, you know, hey, man, you need to stay home. Don't come into the office today. That type of stuff suddenly starts leaving businesses unmonitored and unchecked. And so then do you get looting? Like, yes, that stuff is has potential. But again, you know, you can focus on wanting your family to be safe and sequestered, or you can focus on wanting to be in the right place at the right time. You know, we're also worried about not being at the right pl- wrong place at the right time. Let's, let's be at the right place at the right time. So what do you want instead? I think I've made my point. It's pretty simple. Listen to the other episodes of The Law of Attraction, The Art of Asking, The Receiving. Um, and, and there's already been enough of these episodes that have come out to give you all the tools you need to understand. Focus on what you want, not what you don't want. And in that, I'd, I would hope that this community is filled with people who are much more keen and much more apt to walk into a room of chaos. And instead of letting, you know, we can use our spiritual senses to go, oh my gosh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fear in here. There's a lot of danger in here. And you can be a thermometer, right? The thermometer, your, your, your uh, AC control system on your wall has the thermometer and it can tell you what the temperature of the room is. Well, congratulations. So can almost everyone else. We all have spidey senses. We, Some of us are more aware of them than others. But don't be a thermometer when you go to the grocery store. Don't be a thermometer when you go to a restaurant or whatever. Be a rheostat, right? Bring bring the thing that actually... So on your the control panel on your wall that controls the temperature of your AC unit or your heating unit, there's two elements. There's the thermometer that tells you what the temperature is. And then there's the rheostat that where you tell the system what temperature you want it to be, right? So when you walk into a grocery store, bring hope and peace, bring clarity, bring a solid energy with you and be the rheostat in the room where people, where their stress and their fear subsides a little bit because you're there. Right when Jesus walked into a room, do you think he walked into a room as the powerless one who then went, but who's super super spiritually aware and goes, "Oh my gosh, it's really there's a bunch of religious spirits in here." No, he brought his own energy. When Jesus walked in the room, the room changed. Right when you walk in the room, 
change the room. Don't let the room change you. And this is, I could probably do a whole episode on this uh, anyways, but especially in fear-based scenarios and this kind of stuff, when you walk into the room, you change the room. Don't let it change you. And don't just kind of shut yourself off and not engage with the room. Just go in as I like to say, kind of vomit, just kind of this like, whom. Just, just imagine from your core being this bubble of energy just kind of going out. If you've ever seen Harry Potter and you've seen how they use the uh, Patronus charm and, and Harry's standing there casting the Patronus charm uh, and there's this big ball of white light that just goes out. Whoom, 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 whoom. Be that. Be that when you go to Walmart, right? Don't be the one being whomed. Be the warmer. <laughs> Hashtag be the warmer. So um, anyway, that is kind of from the law of attraction side. Now I would I would add here, this is the time to follow. This is the kind of time where I follow intuition one hundred percent. If you haven't practiced following intuition, this is a little bit scary advice, but I can guarantee you that when the need is high, your intuition is strong. So. Follow your intuition in all the ways that you can. Follow your intuition. Which grocery store should you go shopping at? Which which uh, vitamins should you buy for you and your family? Do you need vitamin C? Your kids need vitamin D. I already mentioned that example. Does your does your spouse need vitamin B? Does you you do you need some whatever? You get the point. Um, use your intuition to figure out whether or not you need to top off on gas. You know, right now gas is fine, but at some point if this keeps going, you're going to get a shortage. So do you get gas a couple gallons before you normally would? Um, just because you feel like, you know what, maybe I should get gas today. I don't know all the ways. I mean, even how this how this stuff is kind of cascading across the country. Um, I noticed, I, I remember seeing videos of people, you know, stockpiling toilet paper a week and a half ago and nothing was really happening in Michigan where I'm at. There wasn't people, you know, storming the stores. And so this isn't happening at the same pace all over the place. You might be hearing this and I think, well, it's now national news with national emergency and stuff like that, but you might be three weeks into this already and you've not been able to get toilet paper at your store for a while because you live in Colorado or wherever these these things were happening. But if you need toilet paper, I guarantee you somewhere within, you know, 50 miles of your house, you can find some. So use your intuition to find it. You know what I'm saying? Like use, follow intuition because your mind wants to look at the news and say, ah, this is a bunch of bullcrap, like mind, mind. Okay. Maybe, maybe you do believe, you know, it's as serious as they say. I don't trust the media at all. I look at what I believe to be accurate facts that have been presented even in these media outlets and I put one and one together and my my calculations equal political gain for a liberal media that wants to absolutely do anything they can to get back the presidency and control of the Congress in, in 2020. I think they've completely intentionally overblown everything that this is and that there's way much, way bigger agendas. And yes, it can be serious. And yes, now we're forced to take it serious because things are shut down. I was supposed to be at a concert tonight. Um, I've pre-recorded episodes to where I wasn't even supposed to be in front of a microphone today, but because of this stuff, here I am, right? So we're having to react um, because the media has that much power. Whether or not you agree with me uh, on this particular case, I don't think anybody would deny that the media 
does have agendas and the media is run amok with uh, a lot of profiteering where fear sells, uh, divisiveness sells, and the 24-hour news cycle is toxic. And so I think as this stuff plays out, it's, it's vitally important to shut the mind down a little bit, let, not let the fear get it going and going off on its rabbit trails, whether it's rabbit trails like I just kind of did on all the mental reasons and everything. Forget that. Settle in, take some deep breaths. Do, there's, there's a tool that I've talked about before called wide angle vision. And it is exactly what it sounds like, but it's not just your eyes. It's also your ears, your senses. Take all five senses, take a deep breath. And when you open your, close your eyes when you do that. When you open your eyes, wide angle vision, it's kind of like where you, you know, when you kind of zone out and you stare straight ahead, but you're not looking at the thing that you're staring at. You're actually looking at everything going on around you, right? You're looking at it, you're hearing it. So when you go wide angle vision, like I've got my my hands on the side of my, uh, you know, over my shoulders right now. And if I go into wide angle vision, I can actually see myself wiggling my fingers on both edges of my vision because I'm not actually staring at my computer. I'm actually staring at the whole field and I can see what's going on around me and I'm not in tunnel vision. I'm in wide angle vision. And when I do that with my vision, I can also do it with my hearing and I can hear the hum of my computer even over my headphones I can hear somebody driving down the street. You get the point. So that you're you're hearing, your vision, even your sense of smell, and even your feeling. Like you can feel, I can feel I've got my feet up on a stool up underneath the desk. And normally I'm not thinking about any of that, right? I'm tunnel vision, and we live our lives in tunnel vision. But when you go to wide-angle vision, what you do is you sh- you you open up all your senses to everything else and do that, and then... Ask your intuition, right? Whatever question you need to. Shut your mind, turn your mind down. Don't turn it off because you need your mind. Your mind is a wonderful servant and a lousy master. So when your intuition says, I usually go to that grocery store over there, but I feel like I need to go to the little corner mart. And when you get there and you see that there's a couple rolls of toilet paper, then your mind goes, oh, I'm, you know, I need, I must be here because this is the only place left for toilet paper. Whatever it is, use your mind. Don't just completely shut it off because you need to use it, but don't let it make your decisions right now because it's so loaded with with misinformation and everything like that. When your when your friends and family text you, oh, go here, go there, do this, do that. Even when I when I end with this practical list of things to do, let your intuition guide you. Do you need everything that this list has? Where do you get it? And should you get it? Do you need to just call up your friends and maybe they've got all this stuff and they were going to call you anyway, you know? So yeah, follow your intuition, let your mind become the primary servant, not the master and let's let spirit, let universe guide you where you need to be. And if you're listening to this episode, I would assume that in some level, this advice is useful for you. So the last kind of section I want to just get into is the practical advice. So uh, many of you probably don't know, but uh, there was an iteration of Category 5 Ministries, which is the parent organization of New Age Christianity. It's the 501c3 that I run. And there was one iteration where it was a emergency preparedness organization. I wrote a book uh, with the help of some friends and family 
and I had these five different levels of preparation all the way from the last minute preparation, like what I'm going to go over today, all the way to like sustainable off-grid living and everything in between. And it was kind of split up into like last minute, three days, two weeks, three months, and then, and then sustainable, I think is what the, maybe six months and then sustainable, whatever it was. And so all that to say, I do, when it comes to emergency preparedness for things like this, uh, historically, I spent a lot of time. Now, ironically, it was when I thought the end of the world was still going to come and I was a futurist. Preterism changed how I viewed emergency preparedness. Now it is exactly for things like this. And so it's still very useful information. It's just my, my motivations behind it are quite different. But um, so I am someone who I, I know what I'm talking about. I may not be the world's foremost expert on emergency preparedness, but I spent a lot of time. I built an organization around it and it is some information that I believe to be valuable. So this last minute checklist, um, I even text my own mother this. I said, you know, you might want to implement the last minute uh, elements of the preparedness guide just, just in case. And so that's where we're at. I'm not telling you to go out and do these things. I'm just saying if there's a part of you that doesn't really know what to do and you're listening to this podcast and and some of the law of attraction stuff has helped and the following intuition, uh, the last but not least is I would be remiss to not just give you flat out practical nuts and bolts advice. So there's five categories of preparedness and that's what was category five ministries. We kind of played off of that. The first is water. So category one is water. Category two is food. Category three is shelter. Category four is power. And category five is security. So food, water, shelter, power, and security. So last minute things you can do in each of these categories. And I will, there is a checklist. I will put it up on the website and I'll probably post post it on the Facebook group. Um, But for category one, water. One is you can purchase drinking water. It is recommended to have one gallon of water a day per person. So if you've got a family of, we'll just keep it, it, you know, you can do the math, but a family of four, that's four gallons a day for five days would be 20 gallons of water. There's lots of ways to do that, but that is one thing you can do. Uh, And all of these, the prerequisite, my advice, you know, don't be a jerk. Don't be a hoarder. Don't take everything. If you get there and there is one case of water left, then yeah, take the case of water. If there's two left and you see somebody else looking, consider, check with your intuition, consider not taking both, but leaving one for them. You know, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not one of those like, you know, sacrifice your own family to be, I don't have a savior complex. If you feel like you need two cases of water and you got there first, Take both cases. That's fine. But just consider, follow your intuition, follow your heart on whether or not you you need all of it. You get the point. So drinking water. Uh, don't forget cooking water. So one of the really cool ways you can do that. So water that you cook with, you know, boiling pasta or rice. Um, that's And you'll get, we'll get to the food side of it. You need one to two gallons per day for cooking water typically. So uh, one thing you can do with this is fill containers around your house for cooking water and or hygiene water. So if you've got some uh, plastic totes filled with Christmas ornaments, fill them up, you know, fill them up with water. 
put a lid on them, and you can use that to uh, you you know cook with. You can boil the water. You can use it to brush your teeth. You can use it to take showers. Fill one of the big ones is uh, filling up your bathtub, right? Making sure that it doesn't slowly drain out. But you can fill up your bathtub while you've still got running water. If you think for some reason that the uh, your water might run out, I run. A, I live. I'm on a well, so I need power to have water. It's not a pressurized system, so I do have water storage. I have I have water in my basement for multiple cases. I have drinking water, I have cooking water, and I have have bathing water. And then you know while you're out shopping, consider purchasing a water filter, and the quality of which is up to you. Um, so getting water for cooking uh, and cleaning slash bathing as well as drinking. Drinking is obviously the most important. And then consider getting a water filter so that maybe your tap water is loaded with chemicals and you hate that, but you can load up a couple bathtubs full of tap water and you maybe need to drink it. Well, then get a good, you know, uh, a good high quality filter so that you can have that. So those are some things you can do at the last minute. Go buy some water, go buy a filter. Food. So there's three kind of things. Purchase ready-to-eat food essentials. So canned food is great, right? We know it has a shelf life. It can be stored at room temperature. And if this thing, uh, the last I read was that this thing could last up to two months. I have no clue what life looks like at some point, and I'm not saying go buy two months worth of canned food. Check with your intuition. But canned food does it's, it's, it lasts a long time. Dried foods such as cereals, nuts, crackers, jerky, meal bars, etc. Stuff that doesn't need to be refrigerated. Again, room temperature. And then fresh food like fruit, bread, bread, vegetables, other room temperature stuff. Obviously, you can't get two months worth of that. Well, you can if you have a root cellar, which you can do apples and, and potatoes and things like that. But uh, for the most part, the fresh stuff is going to be relatively limited. Um, so you may want to kind of lean heavy towards the canned and the dried, and then make sure you get some of the stuff you want. You know, it stinks to be, uh, part of, part of surviving (laughs) things like this is having mental stability and, uh, happiness and pleasure is part of that. So get buy some candy and some cookies and some chips and other room temperature things that you love or soda, or even some alcohol. I, 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 in my shopping trip, I got a couple, a uh, couple larger bottles of whiskey and vodka because one, they're medicinal, as well as they are pleasurable. You know, you can get boxed juices or whatever. So consider getting. Some, they're not essentials, but they are things that you want. And then, um, you know, obviously, oh, and then in the dried foods, obviously, uh, rice and beans, pasta, um, and then you can get canned things like. Uh, pasta sauce and and whatnot. So then consider food sourcing capabilities. This is one of those other last minute things a lot of people don't think of. They think about going to the store, but what's around you? Does your neighbor have an orchard? Consider talking to them before things go to hell in a handbasket. Talk to them and say, hey, if things get really bad, what would would you be open to sharing some of the fruit on your tree? Or uh, do you live near somewhere where you can do some fishing? If so, do you have any fishing equipment? Maybe you should buy a fishing rod and some and some bait. Uh, maybe you can do some hunting. I li- I got 500 acres right behind me. I've got what I need to hunt for uh, game if I need to. If it lasts that long and the stores, bro- I mean, I don't. We don't know how this is bad this is going to get. But this is things. If you feel like it might get that bad, then maybe just like getting a water filter for water and being able to adapt beyond that, maybe get some equipment for hunting and fishing and even farming. 
um, get some seeds, buy some seeds if you think it's going to last. We're coming into spring. That is something that uh, I uh, want to purchase. And as I'm talking, I realized I forgot to do because I want to get some uh, seeds just in case this does go for two months. Seeds are cheap, readily available, and they will grow here shortly. Um, So that's food. That's water and food. Category three, shelter. So weatherize your property. This is mostly, uh, this is on the checklist largely for like if you're preparing for a hurricane, you know, or whatever, or floods. But um, in this case, right now we're coming into spring. The U.S. is in pretty good shape. Uh, But if you feel like uh, you might need to leave your property to go be with some relatives uh, or vice versa, then get your property ready uh, shelter-wise. Finish outfitting a bug-out bag. Um, A bug-out bag is basically the bare bones minimum that you need to, if you need to leave your house. So like the fires in California. Imagine being living in those houses and knocking on your door and you get a fireman that says you need to leave now. What do you do? Well, you grab your bug out bags and hopefully everybody in your family has one and it's got underwear. It's got a pair of underwear or two. It's got some pants. It's got water filters. It's got a knife. It's got, you know, it's got some emergency food rations and, and, you know, whatever you deem necessary for a bug out bag, you know, do that. You mean right now you can still go shopping. Maybe you have half a complete bug out bag or you don't know, um, go build one, finish one. You know, you might want to consider setting aside your best survival outfit if you need to leave your house or if you, you know, the type of outfit that's, you know, it's, it's one thing to have jeans and a t-shirt. It's a whole other thing to have a little bit more, uh, sturdy jeans and, and a t-shirt that's more versatile or a hoodie or something that can be more than one thing. You get the point. Purchase flashlight, flashlights, candles, batteries, matches, and other sources of light and heat. Uh, purchase other survival items such as blankets, sleeping bags, camping toilet, firewood, work gloves, a propane tank, a twenty-gallon propane tank. If you got a if you got a grill, and you know you're you have everything else is electric in your house, and suddenly the power grid goes down, and you you still need to be able to cook things. Maybe you need some propane. So uh, shelter. Um, that is a list of last-minute things you can do. Power. Power is not just energy, although it is. So one of the things, you know, I just got back from the gas station. I filled up two five-gallon can, uh, cans of fuel um, just in case. So I've, I've lived through a few different scenarios where gas, ca- gas stations ran out of ga- fuel. I lived in Phoenix one time when a major fuel line busted, and uh, it was really hard to find fuel. And I also lived in North Carolina with a hurricane, and it was really hard to find fuel. So having uh, backup fuel just... Just a few gallons. I mean, if, if it gets super bad, then you're obviously not going to be driving much anyway. Uh, fill your tanks. Fill your fill your gas tanks. Use your intuition on when to do that, but uh, fill your gas tanks. Um, those, these are all vo- for versions of power. Consider purchasing a generator if that's something that you want to consider. Uh, one of my favorites to kind of remind people of is get some spare cash. Go to your bank and pull out cash. If certain systems break down, but the whole United States doesn't break down, people will still accept cash even if they can't take a card, right? So go pull out some cash from the bank, not a, not in your whole bank account, not a run on banks. I'm not saying go do that. Just get some cash just in case. Another source of power is communication. You can purchase some two-way radios. Uh, you know, what if the cell phones go down, but you've got two-way radios with some batteries? And then one really big source of power is knowledge. 
So if you think it's going to get super bad, go buy some survival books, buy a medical book, a field medical book, buy a book on farming and, and uh, you know, or gardening, whatever you need to do. Follow your intuition, but purchase additional guidance or knowledge. Knowledge is power. So spare cash, purchase a generator, fuel, fill up your tanks to a radios or any books you need to buy. Again, that's the fourth category of power. And then last but not least is security. So uh, defensive security, whether you believe in guns or not, something, whether it's a baseball bat, a golf club, a gun, mace, tasers, a dog, consider purchasing those things. If you have a good, good gun, but you only got 20 rounds of ammo, maybe buy some more ammo, you get the point. Uh, purchase medical supplies, medical supplies. Medical supplies are a great source of security. Emergency kits, bandages, pain meds, that's a big one. Sun lotion, if you live in the South and... and you need to be outside more because you're manually doing a lot of things. Get some suntan, lo- you know, get some sun lotion, sleep aids, hand sanitizer, which that's on my list. But uh, ironically, right now it's <laughs> really expensive and hard to find. Uh, okay, account for special needs in your family. This is a huge source of security. So if you got babies, get some diapers. If you got, you know, someone with diabetes, try to get your hands on some extra meds uh, or asthma medication. Um, different things like that, where if you know there's a large disruption, a long disruption in the system, that people in your family would would suffer, consider those special needs inside your family. You know, a huge list is copying your important documents, right? If you need to hit the road on a bug out bag and stuff like that, make sure you have things like your driver's license, your birth certificate, your passport, a social security card, insurance documents, bank account information. Titles to your belongings, pictures of you with your family, pictures of your of your family members. You know, hey, is this person missing? Stuff like that. Uh, you know, crossing the border. I know there's been a lot of kids that have not been traveling with their families, but if you had a picture with with the child and your family, that way people will know you actually are their parents. You get the point. Credit card, retirement account, other financial details, pet documents, health records, uh, doctor's notes for special needs, hard copy of important contacts. If your cell phone goes down and you have no clue the information of your, you know, how many of us don't know uh, our friend's phone numbers or our spouse's phone numbers or our children's phone numbers, maybe you should get a hard copy of that. Write it down, put it in your wallet. And then, uh, so those are kind of the document side. And then, this one's huge. Establish emergency plans with your family. So right now, I know a lot of us are still going to work. Right, I got home from work yesterday. I'm riding with a coworker. I'm like, man, things could get really crazy this weekend. I'm supposed to be down in Grand Rapids this weekend, going to a concert. It's not happening, right? But what if we had, right? What if, what if, what if I had gone down there, or what if, what if I had gone to work, whatever, and then something happened, and now I can't get back home or whatever like that? Establish plans with your family. I got a call from that same co-worker I was riding home with yesterday, this morning. He's like, dude, man, you were right. I woke up this morning and schools are shut down and blow, you know, and he kind of gave me this running list and I'm listening to the voicemail like, yeah, I already know, but, um, you know, here's the deal. Does he have a plan with his family on, he's away at work for eight hours. What happens if stuff goes really crazy while he's gone and he can't get a hold of his, like, where are you going to meet? You're going to meet back at the house? What if it takes a long time to get back there? So establish an emergency plan with your family. Enough said. And then give co- co- document copies to external family 
Um, they're basically, if you can make copies of these documents and get them, the relevant ones to other people, such as pictures of the family, you know, driver's license and stuff like that, um, that can be helpful if you get lost or your family gets lost and then the other people need to find you and work with the authorities. So that's a lot. I'm sure you took all the notes and you don't need any more information, but it is, I don't know. I feel like uh, the best I can do right now is to help people kind of calm down. And there's two ways to do that. It is to tell people, hey, calm down, don't worry about it. Reframe it in your mind. Realize that we're all dreaming. And right now the dream is pretty fear-based. So change the dream. In the midst of that, there's a better, I'd say right now a better way to help people calm down is give practical advice on what to do. So hopefully that practical advice has helped. Maybe it triggered some stuff. Maybe you're thinking, what the heck, Austin? This is so weird. All I'm telling you is that with what I'm seeing in the news and what I'm feeling energetically, it feels like our 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 country and largely the world is kind of teetering between two options. One is that sanity will prevail and it'll be just kind of this weird like, whoa, that was close. Or it goes over the deep end and we we may have a few weeks, maybe a few months of like life being very abnormal. And if that's the case, then that's where this advice comes in. If you if you needed the advice and I didn't give it, shame on me. If you don't need the advice and I do give it, well, it's just a wasted episode. <laughs> so I hope this helps. I hope this brings some peace and maybe uh, an interesting perspective or thought or two. I will post this checklist on the Facebook group and I will put it in the uh, website uh, description. I'll put it on the website as a downloadable PDF. I cannot put it in the description in a way that like Spotify or iTunes, whatever. I don't think the links will work properly in those uh, in those tools. So you'll most likely need to go to newagechristianity.org and download the PDF. While you're there, please consider donating. Uh, thank you uh, for all of you who do regularly. And I have just officially stepped back to uh, take a few more days off a week uh, so that I can focus on New Age Christianity. I keep talking about the new website. I keep talking about coaching. And I just, I'm just i taking a step of faith intuitively to step back a little bit from my other job. Yes, it is financially a challenge, but I'm believing that I will be able to replace it uh, with focusing on New Age Christianity. So um, if you have reached out to me about coaching and I have not reached back, please know that it has uh, 100% been intuitive led to on the timing and the timing is just about here, which coinciding with the coronavirus is, uh, it's entertaining to say the least. Um, so, uh, yes, keep your eyes open. I am now taking more time off. Now I have multiple events canceled. I was supposed to be in Arizona, uh, in two weekends and that's canceled as well. So I have more time to work on new age Christianity and put out better content. So, uh, that's, there's always a silver lining and that is my framework. So, Love you guys. Hope this is encouraging. Hope this helps. And uh, if you have any questions, hit me up on Facebook. Uh, For those of you who are wondering if the preparedness guide is for sale, I think you can still get it on Amazon. It's the Category 5 Emergency Preparedness Guide. And uh, you should be able to get it on Amazon if you'd like. If you can't find it on there, hit me up on the Facebook group. And I will see what I can do. So uh, bless you guys. 
Talk to you later. See you on the next episode as we get back into unpacking the secret, the law of attraction, and uh, stay healthy. <laughs> Bye.